1: Presented by T Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk jets. The Fan,
2: 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
0: Go, on, on, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going all in. Go, on, on, yeah, oh. All righty,
2: all in time here on the fan. It is Tiki and Tierney. It's twelve oh three on this Giants victory Monday. The Eagles wait in the uh, in the weeds, but still the residue of the victory from yesterday is still front and center. Yeah, Tiki. man,
3: there's so much to talk about in this game. Most importantly, Daniel Jones is just. Unbelievable in the moments that matter, and it's funny because earlier this week we heard that he consulted or reached out to Eli Manning, the the great Giants, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, who seemingly whenever he got in the, not seemingly actually whenever he got in the postseason played some of his best football. Well, he whenever he was consulted. And whatever Eli said, he took to heart because Daniel Jones played one of his best games of his career in this postseason. So you got to be all in on Daniel Jones being the one to take this Giants team, however far they're going to go. Now, there's going to be pieces. Saquon's going to do his part. Isaiah Hodgins is going to do his part. This defense, when Wink's aggressiveness is going to do their part but this Giants team has simply gotten better every single week of the NFL season and it culminated in a huge win on the road uh, in the wild card round against the Minnesota Vikings and you know after a couple of series you just felt this Giants team is a team that is going to refuse to be
2: defeated against this
3: Viking squad who is and 13-4 on the regular
2: season. All right, Teak, we are inside of our Town Fair Tire studio. Friends of Town Fair, remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. All right, I think this will still amazingly be hard for some people to embrace or digest, co-sign, whatever. Just imagine the mythical quarterback factory, mm-hmm. all right? And they put a body on the assembly line. They roll them down, that that that, that thing with the hydraulics. And <laughs> as you get to the certain checkpoints, they either give you something or they don't. Can somebody, to me, identify what they did not give Daniel Jones? Because the way I see it, they gave him everything. Let's start with an elite mind. He's borderline brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right, so was, let's start with that. Was headed to Princeton before
3: David Cutcliffe coerced him Mm -hmm. i use that word coerced him to come to duke and walk on elite mind (laughs) elite mind and obviously turned
2: it to the starter down there but yes elite mind he's very intelligent he is six foot five every inch of six foot five he's got a strong body he's got a strong arm he is accurate he is tough he is straight up fast he is quick he has the ability to improvise, and mechanically he is pretty damn sound now that he's tightened up the fumbling issues from a couple of years ago when he first came in as a rookie. So I'm going to ask you again. When you go through that conveyor belt, and listen, I could very easily go, go through all the quarterbacks and say, well, you know, somebody like, uh, even a really good quarterback like, like Brady, I mean, Brady's the best of all time. He's not an athlete, so mm-hmm. he didn't get that on the assembly line. It's not fast Yeah. now. He extends a pocket. He sees things. He creates, blah, blah, blah. But straight line A to B, he's not fast at all. His 40 time was actually laughable. You know, Eli, really, really good player, two time champion, not a great athlete, slow. Zach Wilson, just because he's here, he's just, just because he's here, is small and inaccurate and other things that other deficiencies. He now, this doesn't mean he's going to the Hall of Fame, but as a starting point of what you need to be not good, to be great, he's got it all. Yeah, he and does. And now he's got the coaching to back it up. He does.
3: I mean, I'm looking at the just the size of the guys that have led the league in QBRs this year. Pat Mahomes is 6'3", about 230 or so. Josh Allen is just a monster of a man. He's 6'5", like 240. Um, and then all the other guys were small. Two are small. This is just leaders in QBR. Tua is small, Jalen hurts is small. Jared Goff is—he eh, is what he is. Geno skinny, and then you get to Daniel Jones. He's the—he's the only other guy that's just—it's built like uh, I don't know a statue, uh, but also a really good athlete. I think the other guys that you talk about, Allen and 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 Pat Mahomes, they're very—they have very similar traits. You know, maybe the football IQ is higher for Pat Mahomes because he's just savantish sometimes. Um, Josh Allen's got that confidence edge maybe because he feels like he can do anything. He's also
2: a little more reckless. Throws a lot of red definitely, zone picks.
3: Definitely reckless. Two interceptions. One was was pointless. Um one was a tip that was you know tip interception. Um but he also completes I mean he completed 59% of his passes in that Miami game. And that Miami game was it was odd right we talked earlier about the giants how they like to play limit the number of possessions for the other team they had 9 including the two kneel downs at the end of the half the minnesota vikings had had 8 so there were 17 total possessions in the giants vikings game and the miami buffalo bills game there were 31 possessions 31 and they only ran 65 plays apiece so that just tells you how disjointed and like ineffective and inefficient that game was. I know it felt like it was close and was interesting, but if you like really go look at it, there was some lot of ugly in that game, and a lot of it is because of what you were just talking about with Josh Allen. He does get reckless sometimes because he
2: feels like he can do anything. There you go. What are you guys all in on? 877-337-6666. Uh, just a heads up tomorrow, I know we have Julian Love, which will be fantastic. Wednesday, our usual chat with Carl Banks. Get ready for... Uh, the Eagles coming up on Saturday night. You know, maybe just as a quick um, addition to that uh, to Josh Allen's conversation, maybe we shouldn't be stunned that the game was this tight because when they, I know quarterback situation is different, but when they played in September, Miami won twenty one nineteen, and when they played in December, it was 32-29 yeah. Bills. Yeah, so two very and tight that games. That was a
3: freezing game. Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah, they, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Like, hey, yeah.
2: Bring the cold. Mike McDaniel's like, bring the cold. Yeah, we didn't believe him, but still, no, they, I they played really well. They've lost – to me, the Miami Dolphins are the most – they are the most useless team in existence. (laughs) Why do you say that? Number one, I can't stand their uniforms. I I just can't stand them. Um, They've always – like, listen, before I, I had any disdain for the Patriots or the Bills, I always hated Miami. I hated everything about them. Uh, and they're a complete waste of our time. They First of all, they've lost five straight playoff games, so when they when they randomly go, they don't do anything. It's just a waste of a slot uh, for a team that's probably more talented that probably could mess around and maybe win. They have not won a playoff game since December of 2000. Wow. It's 2023. <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> I mean, I thought it has been 12 years for the Jets, too, but yeah. 2000. Yeah. The and Jets, I think, well, the Jets haven't gone. Well I, think, well, I think today, ironically, I think today is uh, SNY tweeted something out earlier. Today's the... 12-year anniversary of going into um, Foxborough and beating the Pats. Yay! <laughs> what a riveting ride since. It's Thank been amazing. You. Appreciate it. Fantastic. Uh, let's go to Lou and Astoria. Lou, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
0: Hey, big guys. How you guys doing? We're hey, good. Lou? What's up, Lou? Listen, uh, um, I got a little problem here. Daniel Jones right now, and the way he played yesterday, I mean, nobody can play a better game than that. But I got a problem, and I know you guys are going to say, hey, Lou, uh, why you complain? I'm a Jets fan, first of all. Well, we got a problem here with quarterbacks quarterback in the city of New York. that Even if we, when, even when we got a good quarterback, we don't take care of them. That game against the Colts, if you guys remember now, okay? That game was in the bag. That game was over. Why would you decide to run, to run your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, uh, and almost got killed going to the end zone at the end of the game? Well, let mean, me, no, 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 me, the let on. me ask
2: you a question, Luke. No, you're not wrong because actually, I brought that up on the air the next day, just as a, like the fifth or sixth point of the game. I mean, obviously, yeah, praise me the giant, but 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 what does that matter right now? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Well, what
0: so is what is the matter right now is that you cannot continue to have Daniel Jones do what he did yesterday. Okay, every other play, he's running. I know he's a big guy, but you know what? You're going to kill the guy. You got to give him better players. They will. Receivers. They yeah, will. The but, guy got gun for it. For but, it but
3: Lou, but hold okay. on. They they didn't do a lot of this in the regular season. They did it some games. Like the Colts game, one hundred percent. He took some hits that you probably didn't. He didn't need to take. Especially because they were dominating. Yeah. You know. But how? When you get to the postseason, I don't care what it takes. You you well, you have to find what by any means necessary a way to win a football I, game, and that's what Daniel Jones did. And if it if it compromises it, him. You know, down the line, so be it. You, you don't but get a lot I of chance. A Dude, you don't get a lot we of got, chances, Lou, to get into the postseason and win a championship. You
0: just don't. Absolutely. But if you know, like I say, you really think that the Giants is going to gonna go all the way? If that would have been the 49ers yesterday, uh, you know something? But I don't Lou, know, anything it's, can
3: it's happen, man. Lou, stop, today. Lou.
2: Lou, I, you know, yeah. I, I got I to gotta hang up yeah, on that. Yeah, that's Lou. a bad I call, don't, don't, man. Come any, on, Lou. We any, like you, Lou, but enough. Not it, today.
3: Anything can happen.
2: Yeah, come on. It's I
3: understand. Especially this year. We thought all of these games, except for the except for the Giants, uh, maybe not the maybe not the Jacksonville Jaguars and the and the Bengals. I mean uh, the Chargers. That these games were going to be blowouts. I thought S- Miami had zero shot. Me too against the Buffalo Bills. I thought that the that the, the Ravens, Ravens were going to get smoked were by the Bengals, get destroyed so by forty <laughs> by against against the Bengals. Because yeah. I mean, look, Tyler Huntley was hurt, yeah. and Anthony Brown, <laughs> third-string quarterback, was likely going to get some. Br- I had no faith. And these games came down to one possession. Mm-hmm. Every game came down to a possession. Except, except the Niners Seattle. Seattle. Yep. Um, but that game at halftime, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks at the point. Make, 56-yard field goal, so, Jason Myers. You just don't know, man. Anything can happen. I'm, I'm with you. Come on, Lou. Don't be that guy, and man. Think about how unpredictable on, this season was in general. Like, I mean, like you couldn't pick anything this year. A hate haterade for Lou. I haterade. Well, serious going on with that? I mean, the, I mean, if I'm not the out the haterade, The Giants just played... Their most complete offensive game that you've seen in, I mean,
2: against a good team Uh since you've seen in a decade. Yeah, because think about how few times they've scored 30 points over the last, you know, certainly five or six years. Their most
3: complete offensive game in a decade. Mm -hmm. They did what they they needed to do defensively, but offensively it was their most complete game in a decade. And and it was led by Daniel Jones making every right decision at every right time. And then Saquon Barkley – playing like Hercules. Dude, I mean, he, Dalvin Tomlinson met him. That second touchdown met him at the three-yard line. He pushed Dalvin Tomlinson three yards back into the end zone. I mean, Saquon was
2: was elite in this game even though the stats don't say so. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I understand, you know, that uh, there's always this little little dynamic. You know, Jet fans are ornery, but you yeah. got to give it up, man. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You, you have to tip your cap to the coach, to the quarterback, to the organization. Dude, throw the fist Great up. win.
3: Throw the fist up. Respect, Giants. One hundred percent.
2: So you finally tweeted something yesterday. It's yeah. about time. Yeah, it's about time you threw a little fist, fist, fist up there. Fist respect, Jeez. man. That's all that is. I'm it waiting for you to tweet something about your boys. Just respect. I guess I don't need to be over overly
3: verbose. I need to wax poetic. I mean, I need to do all the nonsense that it's everybody nonsense. else is
2: doing.
4: Why speaking, is it, speaking of calling out why people is it nonsense? What of, do you want? Uh, just uh, maybe not right now, but maybe tomorrow. I feel like guy uh, thing that I got. Like I'm going to call you out for something that you did last week. Call out Tiki? No, you BT. He's like a do anything. <laughs> uh, anything. There's something you said that you didn't come through with. And... Something I said on the air
2: or off oh, the air, on the air.
4: Nah, there's and no way.
2: Yes,
0: I don't want to
4: hear about it. <laughs> you gonna do this when? Tomorrow, twelve forty. Guy thing, not a guy thing. Mm. I think it's very fitting. Am I gonna look bad? Did I say something that I don't remember? <laughs> you definitely, you definitely said something. <laughs> I know. I last said a lot of week, <laughs> and I know. But I gotta. Sometimes you call people out all the time. You I gotta do. call that on. So. Oh. I didn't think my producer would call me out. <laughs> Real okay. Well, you wait for Tiki; that never happened. Well, there. that's true. All right. You I know what? You. I
2: got your back, bro. But I, 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 so did I say anything bad? <laughs> uh, now you got me thinking here. I don't know. All Some right. people we'll might deal be bad. with tomorrow at twelve forty. All right. You happy? The first thing he says on air all day. Yes, a very. And he's happy. coming at me. <laughs> this guy. Jeez. All right. Frank's and Sayasid. What's up, Frank? Can't wait to see what this is. Uh, Frank, hey what's going on, buddy? What's up, dude?
5: Great, great game yesterday. Had a lot of fun. Very exciting to watch. Um, you know you know you guys know Richard Near, right on your station? Yeah, yeah, Full yeah, yeah, asleep yeah, to he Richard. Calls, he calls Daniel Jones, you get a kick out of this. Calls him Steely Dan from the rock band Steely Dan. Like
2: Steely Dan.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna call him Steely Dan. <laughs> um, I'm just asking him. <laughs>
2: Man, you crack yourself up, Frankie. Huh?
5: I mean, uh, so, so, what so, funny? Nobody, else, nobody else is here. Uh, land, <laughs> oh, I don't geez. have an audience. You guys have, but anyway, yeah, gotcha. just, have a, just have a question. Oh, just have a man. question for you guys. Um, you know, Boomer mentioned that uh, you know it's going to be a little tougher opponent uh, next week with Philly. They have a running quarterback also, and they have uh, great wide receivers. I was wondering, Tiki, from your football knowledge, yeah, uh, if there are any adjustments that need to be made off the top of your head without defense, does that lessen the blitzes? Does that, you know, uh, create a more of a zone defense? No, you know, I
3: mean, no, I don't think it's more of a zone. I think, I mean, you have to, you kind of always have to spy uh Hurts, Jalen Hurts cuz you just don't know what he's going to do if some, if if AJ Brown or whoever they're trying to get the ball to is not open. He's like Daniel Jones in a sense. Like we've been talking about him all day today. If you if you take away where he's trying to go with the football, he can kill you with um with his with his legs. And so I think there's a couple of things to keep an ear out for. One is Jason Kelsey playing um, or healthy? Let me. Uh, Lane Johnson. I mean, L- Lane Johnson is Lane Johnson healthy in playing? Kelsey's getting a little bit old, but whatever. If Lane Johnson's healthy in playing, mm-hmm. that's one key off that edge because that's typically that would be their right tackle. That's Kayvon's side. So if 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 J- Lane Johnson isn't healthy, then Kayvon Thibodeau's got to have a ridiculous day. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe
2: they could throw some flags when they hold Kayvon this week. Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, that come was, on, that man. was bad.
3: That was they pulled him down twice. Maybe more <sighs> more than that. Um, their other tackle is interesting. His name is uh, Jordan Malata. He didn't play college football. He's a rugby player, and so this is where losing Aziz potentially is going to hurt us. Um, quad, off what that, he hurts, quad. Yeah, it was a quad. I think it was what he had. What his issue was before. Yep. When he missed a couple of uh, couple of games. Um, but it, I mean, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what the prognosis is. But it didn't look good because he comes out of a game and doesn't play for the rest of it, and it was early. Um you, you tend to worry. So it's to me, the key is going to be the Eagles offensive line. If they're healthy, then the Giants they're probably gonna have some troubles. If they're not, then I think the Giants have a, a significant advantage over what we saw earlier this year.
2: See, I, I love the juggle, the balance, it's fun. It's amazing though how already, you know, that Vikings game is kind of over. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not you know, you're still you're mm-hmm. still pumped up, don't get me wrong. But automatically, next game. Well, especially because it's next so, game.
3: Especially because it's such a familiar opponent. You know, right, and it's like the nemesis uh, of the Giants. There's been the Eagles. I mean, the Cowboys always talk like they're the the team that everybody, but nobody really. I mean, until the Cowboys do something,
2: the Eagles are the team. There's going to be a lot of situations in uh, in this area with with guys. And listen, not to, of course. There's a, a hundreds of thousands, if not more, women who are Giant fans as well. Mm-hmm. I don't mean the stereotype here, but guys who committed to things. A while ago, thinking, that's you know, yeah, midish late season's January, yeah, we got no chance. Yeah, season's and, over. And all of a sudden, it resurfaces. <laughs> you get that text reminder from your wife, hey, by the way, we've got this Saturday night uh-huh. in so-and-so, or down, you know, down in Monmouth County, yeah. or out in Syosset, out east. We got, what? Uh, honey, we have to I, go where? Honey, I'm not going. What are we, we're doing what? Honey, I'm not going. That's going to cause friction. Sorry, babe, I'm not going. You got to win that battle. Uh, honey, I'm not going. You have to win the battle. I agreed. You cannot <laughs> relent. You must win that battle. And if you don't have a cool wife, you're not. Or you're going to win, and then you're going to be miserable the next day. And then you're going to lose. Yes, Uh, ultimately.
3: next three months.
2: Yep. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 12:27 12:27 uh, on the fantasy It's here to show. Let's pass this along here. So, Brian Dable just uh, wrapped up speaking, and we wondered about this because there was uh, certainly some thought, rightfully so, that that Mike Kafka could or is going to get some love on the head coach front. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Dable just said moments ago that Kafka will not interview this week, which right. he's allowed to.
3: Yes, under it's a new. new NFL rules mm-hmm. after the wild card round coordinator whoever like offensive or defensive coordinators quarterback coaches whoever candidates for head coaching can be interviewed but he will not this
2: weekend yep uh doesn't mean that something can't emerge in the future. like listen i mean is the chargers gonna keep staley around who knows if they fire staley and that's something although you no, probably no, think no. Peyton might be in play there if that actually happens who knows it sounds like peyton is let's like see politicking to get staley fired so he can take that job <laughs> oh, man he's going a dirty route huh uh, he still never got back to you huh that is weak. I think his number must have changed. I don't want him anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing, too, before we get back to you, I uh, get your calls here, 877-337-6666. And I see it both ways. A little uh, quarterback on quarterback crime here. Mike Vick was, was very uh, direct and borderline harsh toward Lamar Jackson for not strapping it on this weekend and playing. And RG3 came in. And defended him,, yeah. which I thought was pretty interesting. He actually had a picture, yep. RG3 posted a picture of himself, where, you know, when he went back in, obviously, his knee in that playoff game with the Redskins back in the day, his knee is twisted and it's completely compromised, and he basically said, "This is why you don't do this." Yep. So it's funny to see Vic say one thing and then RG3 say something else.
3: Yeah, I mean, there is, some, there is some truth to both. I think that I think that Robert had more of an injury to his knee. Then they wanted to let on. I think his ACL was already torn. It was just like partially torn. And so when he tore it in the play, like in the, and we remember it, it was gross. Like it just flipped the other way. I, th- I think it was kind of susceptible to that happening. Lamar Jackson has a torn PCL, which is the backside. So it, it like your tip fib has to fall down towards the back of your knee in order for that to be really dangerous, but it still limits you in, in how you, how you play. I think
1: where the
0: call from mom.
7: in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: It, Michael Vick criticism is valid. as that Lamar Jackson
2: didn't even travel? Yeah, I know. With the team. Did not travel. Like, that's just odd. No, I think it's over there. I don't think he's on the team next year. I, I and think, I don't really know if I want him on the Jets. Well, Honestly, I don't know. Well, there's so much that we don't know. Like the negotiation which was
3: done by him and his mom. He's he's working without an agent. It it I don't think it got contentious, but it feels like there is a significant disconnect between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore
2: Ravens. And there's no team that values, you know, first round assets like they do. I yeah. mean, think about the way that or going back to Ozzie Newsome, the way they have been very quick to Oh, facilitate yeah. trades and value those first round picks. They'll they'll move on from and, people. And they and moved it, on from a young left tackle stud. Yeah, that's right. And, he, and, and they've done it before. And
3: they used these first round picks judiciously. I mean, they moved up, you know, ironically enough, into the first round to get Lamar Jackson, Correct. so that they have
2: him for this year, his fifth year. That was Ozzie's last draft. Yep. Yep. All right. So that story's worth keeping an eye on for sure. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let us get. Uh,
3: yeah. How about what's that? By the way, wink did get a interview request by the Indianapolis Colts. That just happened. Shefter just put it on there. Oh, good for Wink.
2: Honestly, good for
3: Wink. Don't go there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. That's a tough spot. It's a yeah, tough it's owner so to work for, I think. Oh, he's a disaster. He really is. A... We complain about some of our owners. I mean, and some of our owners stink. Mm-hmm. But he kind of stinks, and he's a mess as well. Mm-hmm. He's And, and uh... it sounds
3: like he he really is putting his hand into the cookie jar, trying to mix, you know, find the perfect one. Yeah, and he's just crumbling them all. It's getting
2: worse. <laughs> if he wasn't gifted two quarterbacks and luck, and obviously Peyton, well, he'd be they'd be would be perpetually picking in the top five. It yeah. seems Rob's in Long Island. What's going on, buddy?
5: How are you, Rob? Hey, Brandon, I got hey. a question for you. Yes, I got to know. I've been a Dolphin fan since probably eighty. Okay. Uh, I remember that eighty-one championship game or what a playoff game with the. Uh, San Diego Chargers, you know, carrying Kellen Winslow or Muncie off the field. Yep. The Jets have had more success than the Dolphins in the last twenty plus years. I have a sixty two to seven loss to Jacksonville, mm-hmm. blown out by Baltimore. Yesterday there wasn't really a chance in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the last time we went to the place, One, I think, it was the Colts in two thousand. So where yeah. does the hatred come from when I don't hate the Jets? Well, good for you. I don't. I
2: hate your team. What do you want me to tell you? You don't you, hate the Giants. I hate. I hate. No, the Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins. Not, yeah, that yeah. means he wasn't even listening. No, he was, I was looking something up online. Saying. You could just yeah. get back in your rabbit hole. I'll handle yeah. this one here, Teak. Um, Rob, <laughs> 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 you got to. It's not personal. I'm. mess with you. But the reason why and he's i not I, wrong, <laughs> I have disdain for the Dolphins, and and it's different. Like the, the 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 intense anger that I have towards the Patriots. It's it's different. But you have to remember, when I was growing up, you guys had Marino and it was just different. Like, I never had anything against the Bills because they were lovable losers for the most part, four Super Bowl appearance aside. I mean, well, we should only be so lucky. But, like, they were never... I felt like the Bills were us. Like, the Jets and the Bills fans are very similar. The Patriots never bothered me till this whole thing with Belichick, and they became, you know, dynastic, and they were cheating and all that stuff. The Dolphins, to me, I can't... It goes back to my childhood, but it's also like a fan base, and don't take this the wrong way, but it's like a transient fan base, and their their uniforms bother Mm -hmm. me, and their stadiums never really sold out, and I don't feel like they're all in. I
5: just, I don't know. I just, I don't like the Dolphins. I know Benigno still holds a grudge thinking they flooded the field 30 years ago. Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> so hey, <laughs> Rob. They
3: hey, mean, hey, Rob, all he you got to know is side of the barn, man. You're not of, wrong. Side yeah. of the barn. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob, you're not wrong,
2: dude, because for those of you too young to remember, and this is really one of my first Jet memories. Yeah, whether or not they flooded the field. Actually, I think they just they didn't flood it. It wasn't like Bull dorm. let's get a rain out. Uh, when they kicked in the gate and they just turned the sprinklers on because they, they were losing. This was let's not tarp it to neutralize the jet speed, mm-hmm. Wesley Walker, Freeman McNeil, those guys could fly. So yeah, and then we know what happened. AJ Dewey and 14 Zip and Todd was a disaster or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's that's I guess that's part of it. When your earliest football memory is is a win that is uh, pardon me a loss that 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 derails your Super Bowl dream. You're not going to forget about that. Mm-hmm. I admit. I don't think that that's petty. One thing that one thing has to stop. Jeff fans, stop tweeting me. You got to stop with this nonsense. Tweet me. Why are you giving Giants love? Get off the Giants jock. Get back in your hole. <laughs> Honestly, get back. You're annoying me with this. First of all. There's a point in time when we do what we do, where you got to take that that thing called fandom, mm-hmm. all right, and, and put it to the side of Your the room. Your fandom
3: is irrelevant right now. It's
2: irrelevant. Yeah, unless you're
3: being a hater. If yes! You, if you wanna, and a if, troll. If you want to be a troll and a hater and proudly declare yourself as such, fine, but we're going to ignore you. That's not my thing. That's is, not my
2: thing. It's Giants time right now. And I'll tell you this, though, I, to be fair. If the Giants were on some long run, like if this was like their fourth playoff yeah. appearance in seven years, you maybe get a little different By energy way, from your partner. Remember the conversation? It's been we, 11 years. the
3: conversation we had before the season started? BT and I were, were commiserating because both our organizations have been Horrendous. Mm-hmm. The Jets were actually better. They had one more winning season, or at least non losing season, than the Giants did. Yep. Yeah. So Giants have earned this, man. No question about <laughs> it. Giant fans
2: are awesome. So stop stop with these stupid tweets. I mean, how old are you? Nine years old? How infantile can you be? I wanted the Giants to win yesterday. Of course you did. I want the Giants to be Philly. Super Bowl would be tough though, I do admit. Mm. I do admit that. I admit but that. But if they get there, I, I mean we talk that. about
3: the Giants have earning it. If they get there, the route, the route they're going to have to take. Oh, that's indisputable.
2: It's it, one of the great stories in
3: New York history. Because it's all, it's the top, it would be the top three seeds, right? Yeah, it would be the top three seeds that they would have to, they would yes. have had to have gone through. Yeah. Because Minnesota in was. In descending three, order. Three, yep. two, yep. 3 2 1. 3 2 1. No, no, three one, two. Okay, 3 1 2. 3 1 2. 3 1 2. Yes. Either way,
2: it's the top three seeds. Uh huh. No, that would be incredible. all on the road. But that would be a tough sell. Like the, I'd have to ratchet up the okay, manufacturing enthusiasm the for them. What about the Championship too? game? Giants. The Giants are
3: out in San Francisco. Giants. This is classic. Giants, This dude. is classic. You know, this down, goes down. back to like the 80s uh-huh.
2: Giants teams against the 49ers. Yep. You'd be rooting for the Giants. I don't want to, I, rooting is not the word I would use. Because rooting is, you know, when you say I'm, I'm sitting on my couch, like cheering, like... A madman. Mm, not even like a little bit of... No, I, a, I got a little excited for the Giants, yeah, yes. I did. Case. No, I got excited for Daniel Jones. I like good stories, and I, I root for people who are yeah. disrespected and marginalized. And, and feel personally marginalized.
3: connected. Just a, BT and I feel personally connected to him because he came and spent the
2: day with us <laughs> like, right before he got drafted, which is awesome. That's a long time ago. we got to stop. Re- How about I we know. get him on the show? We reference that all the time. I would I met love him to six get him, years him on the show. Ago. I would love to get, get him, him on, on the, show. the show. Was that six years ago? Whatever it was, five years ago. It was, yes, it was Six. He was going back yes, to Drake right, because he was in his offseason. Yeah. After Man, let's his, get him on the show. After his junior season. I like to create new memories with these guys, you know? His junior year, I think Six it was years his... ago, we, we bumped into him. Be, what
4: happened? Well, can I set this scenario for you? Super Bowl? Yeah. Giants, Bills. Who are you rooting Who for? Who are rooting for? Giants. Okay. I'm rooting for go. the Giants. Things change. Yeah, mm-hmm. rooting for the
2: Giants at that point. Because well, the Bills are still a divisional foe. As much as I, as much as Bills and Jets fans are, Copacetic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we vibe, we get it, we understand each other's inner turmoil and and hell. Uh I know nah, at that point,
4: I gotta go G. at that point. That's the Cinderella Cinderella story right there. Bills, yeah. Giants, Dable, Shane going back, facing eh, their old team. Eh. We could all as a unit, as a, as a as a as a New York Jets, Giants fan, we can unite and go for the Giants. I, that'd be a good scenario. But well, you're right? always going for the Giants. You know, yes, you know, because Brother Wild, though. Yeah, because for them.
2: Yes. Jets fan. <laughs> you have any giant jerseys at home? Maybe. Yeah, I bet you he does. I bet <laughs> you he does. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right. taking theory back on The Fan. We got Carton Roberts coming up next at two. And by the way, you know, I can't really get into this now because we have to talk Giants. Uh, seems like for the next 20 hours here, it's the station mandate. Let's go, Knicks. Get another one today, buddy. We're watching. I know. little MLK. Day. I, by the way, the um, I love how the NBA plays today. I was at, I think it was the first MLK Day. It had to be the Trent Tucker rule. I told you, I was at that yes, game. Yes, yes. I was at that game. And then they wind up, they wound up changing the, the rule clearly. Uh, when they just flung it in, and then Trent mm-hmm. Tucker just flung it in over his head. It was like, <laughs> I think it was one-tenth of a second yeah. left. And it went in, and uh, that forever changed the way the final sequences of games went. But uh, Knicks, are, uh, Knicks are playing good ball. I mean, he's supposed to beat the Pistons, which was True. nice to see. But yeah, but you win the game you're supposed to. Win the game, and they're road warriors. They got the second-best record in the NBA, and the road got to start winning more at the Garden. All right, so how about this, Teak? This is the fifth time in history that the Giants and the Eagles will get ready to play in the playoffs, right? It's 2 2, so we got a mm-hmm. little rubber match here. And I, I don't even really vague. I, I remember some of the names. I don't even vaguely recollect my dad watching this game. This would have been the 1980 season, calendar year mm-hmm. 81. Uh, and apparently the Giants had a 20 zip. It was a wild card game. Giants led 20 to zip after the first quarter. What? Scott Bruner hit a. I think Missler caught one. They had a couple touchdowns. Scott Bruner. Yeah, Scott no. Bruner had a couple. They led 20 nothing after one. And then they won 27-21. They hung on. Mm-hmm. Eagles had this crazy, uh, crazy rally. So you've had two wild-card matchups, two divisional matchups, and it's two apiece. And uh, eventually we get the tiebreaker Saturday. Yeah, the last game, my last game actually as an
3: NFL player, other than the Pro Bowl, my last actual football game was losing the division or losing the wild-card round to the Eagles. Yep. Back was in tried. 2006. That was implied. I don't want to bring that up, though. Yeah, I'm you just know. bringing it up. It is huh. what it is. I understand. <laughs> it was my last game. I remember that game too. It was because it, it was tied, and our defense had done a great job limiting. They only scored six points in the second half, and we scored ten in the fourth quarter. And then the last drive, it was just it, it was Brian Westbrook over and over just draws. You know, little screen just he moved them down the field.
2: Uh, Akers kicked the game winning field goal, game over. And Akers just, was good. He had a big he had a big leg. Yeah. It was just it was just like over. <laughs> what are you thinking is that's going on? I mean, because you
3: help us. You just you can't, want to, you you can't do anything yourself. Like you know you you're just, done. You just make a stop. Ugh. And at some point it was just like we need to – It's not even about the stop because he's in field goal range. We, so need, so to turn over we need a turnover. We need something crazy to a happen. Turnover and it
2: just it just never happened. Ah, uh, that's awful. Let me let me interpret something real quick here. So Lamar Jackson just posted this on Instagram. Actually let us in, in, interpret this because I think we might see it differently. So he wrote Uh, When you you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good, that good thing tends to take care of you too. Now, that can be one of two things. Him taking care of his body or his interpretation of how the Ravens are not taking care of him. Mm. Which one do you subscribe to? It's an interesting post. It
3: is. The Losing it makes me think it's the Ravens. He's talking about the Ravens. Like, you're not taking care of me, and you're going to lose me.
2: Or RG three lost his career because he didn't take care of his body when he could have said I can't play. That's a that's an interesting. It's because
3: it, I mean they they overuse the word cryptic sometimes when they talk about oh he posted a cryptic Instagram message. It's either not cryptic at all, uh-huh. or, or it's just so benign it means nothing. Yeah. this one is cryptic because it has it's ambiguous. It could mean either I need to take the reason I'm not playing is because I need to take care of my body. My body's taking care of me. It's where I it's why I am where I am. If I don't take care of it. I'm screwed, mm-hmm. or it could be. I've been trying to get a contract for two years, Baltimore Ravens. You're not taking care of me. You're gonna lose me. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> so it's it is very, this one is cryptic.
2: It yeah, actually is cryptic. One. All right, eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. How about let's go to uh, Ben in Norwalk. What's going on, Ben? How are you? Hey guys, how are you? What's happening, Ben? How you doing today, buddy? I am. Uh, I'm
5: great. Good. Why wouldn't I be great I after hear uh, yesterday? Should be rocking um, it's up, man. So I have a couple of questions. Um first of all and a comment. First of all, great to see X X man out there, uh, McKinney. I thought he made a big difference. Um, especially on that tackle with the uh oh, at the end the of the tight game. end who killed us all day yesterday. Yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah. Um also Kiki, here's a question. Like, so I would hate if if uh Deeble called uh, Daniel Jones good yesterday. I'd hate for him to sort of uh, rate my life. Um, <laughs> when, when, a, sure. when a player hears that, it's I true. mean, I know part of it is just uh, maybe mind games yeah. and, and coach speak. But does that, I mean, ever bother a, like a, a player? And also, I just think with this is a $12 billion a year industry or whatever the NFL is. Yep. They've got to come up with a better way on these players. Uh, Pass interference, but also that the roughing the passer stuff is just just such a joke. I mean yeah. it, I mean pass literally... interference
3: or holding or whatever you could call on every single play, right? Because yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, like it's like five and a half yards. That was illegal contact. Oh, it's four and two thirds yards. It's it's not illegal contact. I agree with you on that. The the only reason I don't agree with you on the roughing the passer on Dexter Lawrence against uh Kirk Cousins is because he hit his head. And that's yeah. it's just clear the problem is, it was not intentional. It was just it was purely accidental. It wasn't like he right. was trying to hurt him. His hand just right, got but- in, got up in his face mask, and they called it, uh, you know, legal, whatever. They roughing the passes was the, was the official call. So, I, I mean, I get that one. That one didn't bother me as much as it's bothered some others.
5: Yeah, I, and I, to me, it just seems like, and maybe this is ten years down the road in terms of artificial intelligence and stuff, but like where you can put like a you know, pound per square ounce of pressure on the helmet. Oh, and, I mean, God. who knows? But I'm, <laughs> I mean, but I wouldn't be surprised. Really turns it, it just turns it into such a clown show when you have these 55-year-old men out there sort of, like, looking. It, it, anyway. Yeah. Um, I know what you're saying. Book, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, um,
3: it's like they can't keep up all the time, so they kind of just guess. They make the educated, you know, hypothesis about what actually happened. Uh, it looked like it was going to be this, so I'm going to throw the flag. and. But now they have this this, this expedited replay. I kind of like it. I don't know how what the extent of it, like how far you can use it, like what you what you would want to use it for. But if you can find a way to get it right almost immediately, not really immediately, but almost immediately, why not? And so
2: I don't mind the expedited replay. Oh, 100%. Replay. 100%. I think that's great. By the way, did you see this gambler who lost uh, $1. Mm-hmm. $1. $1.4 million from yeah. the Chargers-Jaguars game? Yeah. What is this guy doing? You know I, I, why he lost? Because he did it mid-game. He made a live bet. A live bet, right? Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, the all right. The question is: He would, he is, would have the, only made eleven thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah. The question
3: is: what, what are you doing? Was he hedging? So if he was hedging, and so we're looking at this like, oh man, he's gonna get crushed. So he probably had a. A previous bet on Jacksonville because if I was looking at this game and knowing the history of the Chargers with Jacksonville this season, Mm -hmm. Jacksonville, when they were not very good, destroyed the Chargers. I said this, talked about this earlier 38 to 10. Yeah. So if I'm going into the wild card round, Chargers coming across the country to play the Jaguars in Jacksonville, and the Jags are getting two. I'm taking the home dog all day.
2: Well, you, when you ma uh, yes, and so, and so, I got that. And so but. he probably
3: live hedged his original bet. That's that's what I'm. That's what uh, I'm you thinking. might be because right because there's, but no, reason, just, there's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason to
2: take that bet. I mean, what kind of money do you have to have to bet 1.2 million dollars well, uh, live game to win twelve thousand? Well, what did he have on the Jags? I don't know. I promise you, there was. This is a hedge. No, no, there probably would have been a hedge, but still, it's just. No, it, no, I don't this know. was
3: the hedge. Bet, whatever the live bet was the hedge. Because he knew he was going to get smoked on his Jacksonville bet, so he had to counter it, or at least break, find a way to break close to even. And the Jacksonville Jaguars came back. To, I don't know. I, he, this I is a heck. Just no way you lost a million and a million four,
2: unless you're worth seven billion and you don't care. Yeah, but, and you have a couple of drinks mm, in, you and you, maybe you messed mm. up a zero. Mm. What? What Hoff? What do you think?
4: No, I I'm confused. There's no. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Zero. because if, if you put, how much would he have had to put down initially to maybe have? Whatever he was cashing you He probably on. put a million dollars on the
3: Jags. Sure. Because
2: the Jags were their, their home dog. Okay, but then even if you won this hedge bet that you proposed, he still dollars. would have been $990,000 short. If he won it, he only would have won $12,000. I don't know. Well, that's, that's it, what you're missing. It, it, that's what that's what the saying. most
4: important yeah. yeah. part. This yeah. is – something, Something's wrong here. Hey, I wonder what, the, I wonder on what on that. the
2: number was. What was, what was the, what was the it, number? It was minus uh, $12,500. At the point that he actually hit send. So, what was the pre-game on the Jags? That I don't have. I mean, the Jags were, you know, so I, I actually had it a point and a half. When no, we no, did no, it on no, Friday on no, no, picks no, point and a half. No, the,
3: I know what the odds were, but what was what was the what was the the payout?
2: I don't have that. I'm yeah. not sure. So that's what that's what you need to find. Yeah. I get I don't think it was a hedge I unless just think- it
4: was a, unless it was a bet of something really stupid like hey by the way I I bet you no, he, wouldn't go and put $1. $1. 1.2 million dollars down on an eleven thousand dollar profit
2: yeah the, the whole purpose of a hedge Teak, and you know this but is to offset whatever you might lose in the event that you do lose you don't hedge twelve thousand dollars if you place an initial one million dollar bet doesn't add up. But it probably
3: wasn't a million-dollar bet. It was probably like a $100,000 bet. You know what I mean? You
2: still, you're going to hedge more just than got. I think you're overthinking. I, I, I think gotta, the guy's just a dope. I got to find the, I agree. a wealthy dope. <laughs> Very wealthy dope. Very affluent dope. Uh, 877-337-6666. We have another hour to go. Carter Roberts coming up at 2 on a victory Monday for the G-Men, whose surprising season continues pretty good right here on The
7: Fan.